says no love lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I says no love lost. I says no love lost. We clocking in, taking no time off. It's no love lost. I says no love lost. We lost again, but it's not your fault. It's no love lost. Yeah, yeah. What's going on, man? It's your boy, Josh. Welcome back to the No Love Lost podcast. Welcome back to No Love Lost TV. Um, If you guys can, please hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification button. Give us a like, thumbs up. Um, I just want to say thank you guys for the tremendous support you guys have given us. Um, I think our last episode, you know, was our best episode that we got views wise. So thank you guys for that. Thank you for the shares. Also, um, the No Love Lost Spring and Summer Collection is out now. Go get it. All descriptions will be below as well as links, everything like that. I hope you guys enjoy today's episode. Here I got Daniel Torres. What up? Zach Anaya. Hello. So, funny fact is, I actually went to high school, both <laughs> at two different schools. Um, so, Zach, me and Zach played football my freshman, no, no, my sophomore through my junior year mm-hmm. and at Rio Grande. And then I transferred to Valley illegally, don't tell an MAA, but I went to Valley my senior year. <laughs> Um, cause I probably wouldn't have graduated, honestly. It was just like, uh, something I had to do just for myself. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't only know, I only knew actually one person. So it was kind of like, uh, I didn't even tell nobody on the team. Yeah. We kind of, <laughs> we noticed the job. I kind of just like went to practice and, uh, I ran into coach one day and he was like, you coming to, you coming to practice anytime soon? Said, nah, I'm at Valley. <laughs> and he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I moved down there to to the North Valley. <laughs> but, it's not like uh, you missed out on anything. Nah. And then... Uh, what, know, what year was that? That was... 2009, 2010. A while back, right? Yeah. So, um... I was a freshman. <laughs> you were a freshman? Yeah. Really? No, no. No, you were a sophomore. You're, you're younger than me. You are a sophomore. 2009? 2009 going into... So, yeah, 9, so 10, 10, yeah. I was a sophomore that year. Yeah. yeah. That was crazy, man. I remember... I... I didn't think Valley was gonna be as as wild as Rio was. <laughs> you, you didn't want to say ghetto. You did not want to say it. <laughs> um, but you know, Valley actually, ghetto? No. No. Real grand, not at all. Nah, no. It was, I feel like I don't know. Maybe, maybe to me, I just had different expectations. And uh, as I thought, Rio was like the cream of the crop for a while. And uh, Valley, I went to Valley, and I was like, "Oh man, this this is like home." Oh, dude, there's <laughs> new people. There's there are different I levels. This. I know this game. <laughs> different uh, levels. I went to La Cueva my senior year. That's a different type of wild. Yeah, that's a different type of wild. Dude, I went to so, St. Mary's. Really? I I went from St. Mary's to Valley. Hey. Oh yeah, you want to talk about a little bit of like culture a little, shock, little dude. E in there. So, <laughs> uh, so actually, you talk about Lefebvre. So you you know my cousin Whip, of course. Yeah. Uh, you remember Damien? Dude, I remember everybody. So I still talk to all those guys. <laughs> Damien, Hell yeah, um, dude. Damien, Dom, Adrian, Mark Jones. Um, we're all in a group chat actually. Hell yeah, and, uh, dude. So Damien and my cousin they coach at the now. Yeah, nice. Damien was a complete badass. Yeah. On the field. Oh, it's just in case, like you do it both ways, multiple. Mul- dude, he was playing JV, varsity. Oh no, freaking no, no, no. Like you're, you're talking about. So no, I'm talking about Coach E. 
Oh, Damien. coach. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know him as Damien. Damien Elobalio. Oh, that's that's my coach. He was my receiver coach. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, he's the head coach of the Cueva now. No, uh, oh. no, he's like the skills back. He's probably one of the coaches in town that has never gotten a head coach job that really deserves one. I knew he's a, a place that will hire him. That guy, yeah. that guy taught me a lot. <laughs> but but he does not want to go to you know? independent. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, that guy taught me a lot, man. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, uh, salute to them. They're. Uh, I mean, they're all my buddies. I talk to them every day. Hell yeah, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, so that was just a quick little fun fact on... I guess Basically, we're, we're just some valley kids, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Albuquerque valley is the kids. smallest big city in the world. Yeah, like I walked in, and I was like, I know. That's like, I know from somewhere. That's like every time you walk into Target or Walmart, bro. You're just like, thank God for I masks know, now. <laughs> but I'm only six foot three Mexican walking around in the real Bravo Walmart. They all know it's me. <laughs> well, like master, master are. are uh, I can imagine being single with with, with, with this whole. Yeah, I, dude, I thought about that the other day. Like, yo, how are the kids like getting dates now, bro? They're just like Tinder. I'm, 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 <laughs> Swipe I'm, right, ladies. I'm, 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 <laughs> I didn't have to ever use Tinder, bro. Like, I mean, there's a whole social media thing, but so basically, like, I got lucky like that. Yeah. With my clothing brand, it was really like the reason why I printed these flyers. Um, the reason why it took me so long for me to build a website was basically because I wanted to do a hand-to-hand exchange. Like I wanted a real personal exchange just because my clothing brand, um, you know, it's not just a brand to me, like mm-hmm. it's been my story, you know? So I wanted to be real personal people and now it's kind of like, you can't. Can I yeah. be that personal? Like, can I, can I still go hand out flyers without people looking at me like I'm crazy? Um, so it's a really great area. Um, I haven't tried to pass out flyers at the mall yet, but it's definitely something now, you know, now with the launch, um, with with the new launch that I'm probably going to do. Yeah, man. But yeah, no, I think, I mean, I spend all day so, marketing, so it's like. That's what I say. So, so I guess let's get into our first topic. Um, how has COVID impacted like you guys? Like, because I think you started during COVID, right? Yeah, at, at this brokerage, I started right as things were getting pretty, pretty deep inside of COVID. Um, I got my license March 16th and everything yeah, shut so down March 18th. Yeah, yeah. I would say the 27th, yeah. 18th. So, I mean, I'm sure it's impacted you as far as like the whole welcome, you know. I'm a very, uh, I'm a very personable person. I like to be out there meeting people. Yeah. So these Zoom meetings, you know, having to do phone calls, it's it's been difficult. Um, but I mean, it's all I've ever known in this industry. So it's not like I'm learning something new. Daniel here though has been here since the beginning of with Rock. So, you know, it, I'm sure he's getting used to the new normal. <laughs> okay. so, so, he, so. I hate it when he says that. <laughs> so, as far as like. COVID, how has it impacted you as far as sales, marketing, um, you know, reaching out to customers? Cause yeah, man, no, it's, it's, it's totally been, I mean, when I first got into this, you know, the first thing that I told everybody was organic. Like we, we, we don't want to pay to play. I mean, big advertisers have been doing this for years. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and you there's, you, yeah, you personal could, experience. Yeah, exactly. And, and really what we've done is take experience and focus on that and the rest of it you know when you put a post up online what what is that post doing for people you know what i mean and so for us like we we always say yeah yeah, well i mean traditional marketing right now will say like you 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 got three seconds to grab their attention like yeah yeah, but then what are you going to do with that attention once you get it 
See, I feel like all these marketing people now do just focus on getting that attention and see, at any means necessary. That's my big thing, like, cause I never, I never knew the marketing side of, of anything. So neither, bit, neither did I. Little, like, don't. Little, <laughs> like, little backstory. Um, I've been in sales since out of high school. Hmm. Um, I worked at Peerless. I was assistant manager there, sales there. What is that? Um, what was you saying? Uh, tires. Okay. And oh yeah. So, yeah okay. I was thinking the import place. And and, and so I was up there off of Coors and uh, Coors and Central area. And oh yeah. Saw someone some new tires there. Like you had to be like. You gotta be really good. You, you gotta have the Movida, like, bro. I'll just go to the. You they know, gotta. Th- they gotta have the Movida. Yeah, I'll go across the street. I'll yeah. just go to the place right across the street. Ten dollars a tire, you know. So. Um, and then after that, I moved up to the jail for five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I worked at the jail for five years. You worked with Edgar up there? Yeah. I yep. worked with Edgar. I worked with uh, Sysmedia. Yep. Um, I worked with a lot of people from high school. I worked with, um, God, what was his name? Mario? Yeah. Um, I can't think of his last name. Uh, Dude. Flores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, He's a cop now. And yeah, yeah. He is a cop. Um, which, that's a good thing. I don't, I want to get into that because I have something for you. That's, oh, here we go. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. No, no, it's really possible. Mario was a okay. badass. Bro. Um, but so, and then after that, it was really like where do I want to go? So I hopped into sales, and it was um, I did business to business with ADT, mm-hmm. and that was a real personal experience, you know, because you yeah. really go inside the business and say, hey, what like you know, what is an alarm system to you guys? Yeah. yeah. And then from then I went to um, Verizon, and um, it was terrible. Um, it was just slow. Like the location was nice, but it was just slow because the way the location was built. You can't turn into yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Ah, so yeah. Um, it was real terrible, but I learned some cool things as far as like really upselling. Yeah. Um, that really helped me with the upsell. And so then I went to Comcast. Yeah. And I did door to door home sales. Yeah. And but you talk about the personal experience. That's what that's what Comcast really built themselves around with with my team was the personal experience as far as like, hey, what package like this covers every single package, you know, like this, yeah. this and this and this. And you kind of tailor something to them. So um, when you say that personal experience, I, I definitely know what you mean. And that's why, like, when I built my brand, I wanted to build it on the personal experience. Yeah, because um, like we all have a story, like, you know, what I mean, like. What no love loss means to me might mean totally different to somebody else. Yeah. yeah. So it's um I haven't heard that story yet either if you wanna quickly run through. I'm sure I'm sure the fans all know it, but um so basically um my mom was a heroin addict for Mm -hmm. twenty years um of my life. Uh she abandoned me when I was like two years old. And we tried to build a relationship whenever I was twenty. And I, I I saw her get booked into jail um whenever I was working at the jail. Um, oh, she was clean and I looked at her charges it was trafficking you know she was in the detox tank so like that was a hard pill for me to swallow but you know me loving my mom even though we didn't have the best relationship I, I still looked out for her you know I still yeah. made sure hey yeah, man, you know, can, you, can you give my mom an extra tray whatever you know and um, basically long story short is uh, we just can't have a relationship like you know there's the relationship between her and I so she actually came to my house last friday so the third of july and she tried to and my mom always tries to barge her way back into my life you know mm-hmm. and um it was tough because like i didn't expect her you know I was like, yeah oh, oh crap my mom's here and so she dropped off some fireworks and i've been meaning you know like i've done a lot of um i've done a lot of healing yeah um, you know from myself from my childhood um learning how to reparent unlearning and relearning 
things like that. So I had to talk to her, and uh, my wife was like, "No, like I don't want you to go fight out there." And I was like, "Nah, like it's it's yeah, man. Know, like 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 I just gotta get some shit off my chest, yeah. you know." And um, whenever you know she came out, she was kind of aggressive. She was like, "What?" And I was yeah. like, nah, like, 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 look. So what happened was basically my mom got in my face. My sister got in my face. My sister hit me a couple times. Papa. I hit her a couple times and it just kind of blew up from there. So, yeah. my sister, so my mom was still real, like what, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we just started talking like, you know, cause she doesn't know how to respect my wife, calling my wife out of her name, you know, all this. Yeah. And like, to me, like, like that's just not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, I especially like a month after we got married, like I like like I told my wife, you know, like what I did before we got married, like that was, you know, that was that. But after we take that, you know, we take that oath, like you are like, one, like yep. I'm like I'm taking that serious, like I'm taking that to the heart, you know, yeah, like, man. like this is it. And so um, my mom kind of it didn't blow up, you know. She was like, um, I need to see my grandkids. I said, you know, mom, you'll be fine. I told her because when I was five, six years old and I needed you, where were you at? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, you needed something more than you needed something more than you needed me whenever I needed you the most. Yep. Said, so, you know, you'll be fine. I told her, you know, you'll be okay. I know you'll be fine because I might be a little messed up right now, but, you know, I'm working through it. I'm figuring things out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, you know, she didn't like that. It wasn't what she wanted to hear. And I, I was walking away and on our new on one of our new shirts, so the, the, this is one of them, but on the other one, it has loyalty and then it has a dash and then it has love under it, so loyalty over love. And uh, she was like, there is no loyalty without love. And I told her, exactly, you just like, you just summed up my whole, you know, like loyalty over love, like like those who are loyal to you are those that really love you, mm-hmm. you know? Like just because you're my mom doesn't mean you necessarily love me the way I want you to love me. And um, yeah, and that's a new. That's that's a hard thing to figure out sometimes, especially when it's things that like your parents. Pe- like, well, people that are uh, with things that are destroying their souls, like the whole enablement like factor is a crazy yeah, thing for like anybody to try to comprehend. Because at what point, like because you love them, you have to like in a sense, in a sense, you know what I mean. But it's 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 so complex because. What impact can you have? It's like always like that hard question that like. Episode. I mean, that's that's our best episode that we got views wise. So thank you guys for that. Thank you for the shares. Well, you had to you had to do you had to get you right, bro. Like you had to you had to fill all those holes that she could. And it was just like go get it. Also, ultimately, what happened last Friday as well. Everything like that. I got to tell you like I forgive you. You know, I forgive you for and I always say yeah, I forgive you, but I never understood what I forgave her for. Um, Now was a time where I learned to forgive her. Like it wasn't her fault. Why? You know, I mean, it. She knew better, but it wasn't her fault because of her upbringing. Don't don't we all, bro? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just her upbringing, the way that she was, like. she knew better, but that was the way she was raised. She wasn't raised with the best parents. You know what I mean? She wasn't raised in that good home. Yeah. So it was like, I forgive you for one, abandoning me. I forgive you for not being the best parent. And I forgive you for, you know, not being the best mother now. I told her, you know, and I still love her, you know, and I still I still care for her. Like, that's, that's still my mom. But yeah. I love myself more and I care for myself more, you know, that I have to live my life for my five kids, you know, yeah. like, like... You got, you got responsibilities, man. That's it, you got, man. you got, you know. That's it. So, um, how'd it go? Yeah, how did, how did you respond to that? 
I was a fucking asshole and a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, bro. But, 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 but that right there. But it was for, for They say forgiveness is for you. Yeah. No, exactly. Like, I got to tell my mom. So, me and my pops kind of got into it, like, a month ago, too. Um, and it was just me and my pops didn't see eye to eye. Like, I kind of thought he was dogging me. But my dad just didn't know how to express himself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but at the same time, I got to tell my dad, like, hey, I like I lived my life for him for 27 years to make him happy. Mm-hmm. And I feel you. And it killed me inside. Like I, I I went through depression. I didn't I didn't own up to what I thought his expectations were of me. Mm-hmm. And it killed me. So now I told him I'm not living my life for you no more. My dad said I never wanted you to live your life for me. Mm, there you go. But it was just like. You didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, that's what I perceived it as. Yeah. But it's crazy, man. I got two boys now. Yeah. I got and I got my own little relationships to so build one thing, now. Yeah. So one thing we learned as, as as parents and that we didn't have in our household was um, we have an open table, you know, where we talk about everything. Like, before, you used to be like, shut up. You're the parent. I'm the kid. All right. I'm the parent, you're the kid. Like, what because, I say, go. Because I said so. Yeah, That's exactly. Hey, it doesn't go away. No, it doesn't go away. I still, I still say that shit. Hey, <laughs> yeah. hey Dad. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's just exactly it. Like, now I'm like, okay, son. Like, now, now real quick, do, you, do you think that, that that's a product of our heritage and our yeah, culture? Dude, like, definitely. Because I still, like, I'm almost 30 years old, you know, and I still feel that way. Like, I call my mom every night. I'm like, hey, I'm leaving work. She's like, okay. No. <laughs> like, no. you know, it's like, it's just, you just have this this familial bond. Oh, and like they, yeah. You know, the, the parental, well, it, yeah. you know? It's, and it's very heavily, like, prevalent in Mexican culture, dude. Like, a, you don't leave the house. You all live, by. you all live together. Yeah, at least oh, three no, no, times. No. You don't leave the house until you're married and like ready to go. Like, see me. There's I, no, I there's no the like transitional like I left the house on your own. But mostly for girls. Oh, I can yeah. see that. The guys, yeah. the guys yeah. will leave. But, you see, and get to go. but then like you, you leave, and I'll, I'll I'll give you background on my story here too, because I'm on the other end. Of that. I had a I had a very good upbringing. No, yeah, I really no, did. Same same so, here, bro. Yeah. So so that's actually what what I wanted to get into was your upbringing. Yeah. Because um, and I go ahead. I'll, no, no, I mean, like, my parents have given me anything I've ever needed. You know, they've always supported me um, and everything I've ever done. You know, you know, I had high expectations when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. You know, um, abnormally. Abnormally high expectations. I wanted to be, legitimately thought I was going to become the president of the United States of America. Yeah, I, mean, I thought still does. that. You know, but <laughs> I, I, I really, it's the person. You know, I got to college and things spiraled out of control, man. I'm not going to lie about that. Well, things. Kinda, you, I mean, oh, yeah. you take a step back. I mean, how much were you, how much were you coddled? I don't think I was coddled either. The no. thing is, like, I got there and I was introduced to an entirely new world. You know, when I was at Rio, and I will not lie, I thought I was better than everybody. I legitimately thought I was better than everybody. Yeah. I walked around like I was. Like I and I, to I got to college yeah. and I was, I was surrounded <laughs> by peers, people I thought were my equal. Yeah. And it was just something that was not sustainable. Nope. I couldn't do. Because then so, you were the impressor. So, you had to. So one thing, one thing I do, and this is one thing. So, um, you know, we're in a very big time with activism and, and, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, a change in our world now. Yeah. Um, you know, and everyone talks about change. And one thing that I was talking about change is um, us telling people, like, you guys want change. If, if we want change and we need change, it starts with us. It starts with us at home. Yeah. Um, and when it starts with us at home, we have to be able to tell our kids, hey, it's okay to be a politician. Hey, it's okay to be a police officer. It's okay to be, you know, yeah. 
it's okay to be that. And I'll tell you what, in the Valley, the only person that I knew that wanted to be a politician was this guy. Yeah. And all of us called him a fucking weirdo. We all called him, I mean... Everything, it, yeah. Every name in the book. And now, like, I feel, I feel bad. Because it's like, what if this man could have been, you know, what, what he thought he was? You know what I mean? So it's now I encourage my kids to be whatever they want, or 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 to be like that's the change that we need. To be fair, I was a, I was an asshole. I was a tool, <laughs> you know. But like I don't just like you know. But but I, I know where you're coming from, and I appreciate that. Yeah. I do because what we do is we, we raise the kids uh, from what I've seen previous generations. They raise them to you know be manly, macho. You got to go out, you know, uh, you know. I think it's different for Hispanic households too. You know, like my dad, he's going to be what, 57? That guy wakes up at 5.30 in the morning. He doesn't go to sleep until 10. He works his ass off. And, yep. you know, that, that's what they ingrain in us. Yep. And if we can just take those values and that work ethic and put it towards something that could be used for the greater good instead of a, the dollar in your pocket. Yeah. Oh my God, the, the sky's the limit for us yeah. here. We're 49th in education in the state of New Mexico. Yeah. But I think we should be number one in work ethic. And legit, you know, people joke around like, oh, the I land of manana. But like, because you got to think of of the undocumented people. Who yeah, are and that's that's another you thing know. too. Like, well, that's a complete different story. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, but I, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, bro. I don't want to get too too crazy into it, but 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 that was just one take that I wanted to. Yeah, yeah. So check this out. This this is I, I got a lot to to say on that too because this is a little bit of my story, bro. My my grandma was an immigrant, came mm-hmm. to this country. You know what I mean, dude? She worked at Levi's, sewing jeans for. Oh, my, you know, your, years, your grandma bro. knows my auntie and my grandma then. Probably, dude. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. telling you, we're probably related at some point. Like, New dude. Mexico. So, that's my mom's side, bro. Like, my mom and they, they were good. You know what I mean? Because they, they, my mom grew up fast because of that. Mm-hmm. She had to translate. You know what I mean? Like, and and they, they made a lot of sacrifices to be here. And so, and then on my dad's side, bro. Like, my dad had 13 brothers and sisters. Damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he. He he was the youngest boy, and oh, yeah. and so there's just so much mm-hmm. you know what I mean that he had to do for himself. You know what I mean? He was yeah. getting he was getting third row you know sn- sneakers that were already ran through, and he was using sharpies to you know what I mean yeah, get so these things back. Like so, it, yeah. So both my parents, bro, went to be just good hard-working individuals. My dad's a UPS driver. He just retired. Did 26 years in the war zone. Damn. And loved every, you know, he, dude, he loved what he did. Honestly, I heard UPS is not, isn't, it's not a bad job. It is a good, honest job, bro. You work job. your ass off, yep. but you get paid decent, and you, you Get know, to retire? You get to do 12, things like retire, bro. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's, and it's getting worse, bro. It's getting, like, no, t- yeah, yeah. Talk to your, talk, show some love to your local UPS guys, no, no, man. No, no, because no, man. I always, I mean, anytime I see These guys bust their balls, bro. I always see my mailman, but hey. You yeah. Want water. Yep. You yeah. 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 You know something, and I think that would just might have been another way that we were raised. For you know? sure, bro. Cause um, I saw it, bro. Like I saw my dad come home every night, bro. Like, tired, oh, he would, dude. He literally like worked his knees out of commission, yeah. almost, bro. Like it's crazy, but he was able to do pretty much everything that he wanted to do by us, bro. I didn't go without ever. And now, mm-hmm. and I was, I wouldn't say like I'm spoiled. In 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 contrast to like. You know, the kids in Mexico who are, it tripped me out, dude. First time I went to Juarez, this kid my age, bro, was like spraying the window when we were coming into mm-hmm. the city. And That's like, insane. Dude, it, it like, it changed me, bro. Like, I realized that moment that, like, dude, I got it fucking made. Yeah. yeah. Like, we got it like, made, like, bro. Like, that was one thing, you know, um, like, I think so. 
if I'm understanding this right, both of you guys grew up with 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 both parents. Real yeah. decent, bro. Home, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And see, every opportunity in the world, bro. And like by eighth grade, I didn't even know college was like an option. Like I, I thought that was just like the next. Step that's that you yeah. Went that's what through. has yeah, to yeah, happen. Like I yeah. didn't know that like you didn't you didn't have to go to college. And see, so I'm gonna take it here. So, um, the but then it got crazy. Yeah, she got crazy, and I think it's it, different both uh, of us. Dude, I, this is on the other side of like my chaos, bro. Like, shit. In a nutshell, bro. Yep. Like, got into DJing, got into partying really hard, ran a lot of parties, partied hard, mm-hmm. every which way, yeah, shape, yeah, and form no, that I, you could I, possibly think of. Like, I to think, like, I think that's the thing with like Hispanics and Mexicans is because, like, for me, like, I had a curfew of ten o'clock. Yeah, me too. And I never went out. And so. Yeah. And so after <laughs> high school, like after high school, like I went, I Nuts. went bad shit crazy. Dude, yeah, like, bro. See, yeah. I would, like I would literally sleep like five hours yep. from Thursday all the way to Sunday, and I worked a full time job. Yeah, most times that. I pretty much how I did it. I don't know. But barely, barely, we barely made it out. Is what the fuck youth, happened? You <laughs> helped like, us a lot. But, but I partied so much now, bro. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't been shit faced drunk since my wedding, which uh, my anniversary. Oh, <laughs> my anniversary is actually four days. Yeah. Oh shit! So, like, so it's been a year been since you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so I mean, congrats. I mean, I've had a shot here and there. I've had a beer maybe here and there, but it's not yeah. like we were gonna, we were gonna, we were gonna get beer. I don't know if you wanted no, beer or not. Yeah, we did. We were just like, should we go pick up a beer? And, <laughs> and I was like, I don't think it's a good I think like a big part of it was, it was I was depressed and I was. Yeah, yeah. Bro. I didn't know how to. I didn't know how to deal with myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, so nine times out of ten, I would just. And uh, just stay on. Turn that. it off, bro. Just, you just numb it. To stay you know on mean? that, we need to address depression uh, in in our in our culture because it's well, it's so, pushed under the rug. So, yeah. So that so that was a big thing. That was the whole reason why I started this podcast because whenever um start talking to people about the the meaning behind my brand mm-hmm. um a guy was like man like the meaning behind your brand it's so much bigger than just a clothing brand yeah, yeah. he was like you need to share that you share that exactly. story yeah. and so like my first two episodes were bro they were dark bro like they were dark yeah, yeah. but mm-hmm. you know and then it was cool because i started having people like hey like you know i want to I want to get on. I want to tell my yeah. story. You know what I mean? Which, which, which I was like, cool. You know? And, yeah. and there's people where you see them, their energy's just not right. You know what yeah. I mean? And I've run into them like three, four months after. Like, hey, this is what this is what I did to help me. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying I know everything because I'm I'm not a healer. I'm not a counselor. But this is what helps. This is what try it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've seen three, four months later, and they're like, hey, thank you. I'm like, no. Nah, I mean, I gave you the tools. You know, you use the tools and you ran with them. Yeah. So that's um, right. Like, like that. that was me. Like to go to my dad and tell my dad, hey, I have depression. My dad told me, what? What do you mean mm-hmm. you have depression? What are you depressed about? Thank you. I get that. I get that 100%. I feel and, you on that. And I had the opposite. My parents were like, you need therapy. I'm like, I ain't you know, going. I don't want to make it sound like my, like my dad was a dick about it. He's no, not. No, you know, no. it's it's the product of our culture. Yeah, no, truly. You, know? they, like, they you don't, have to be they, macho. They, yeah. Your feelings. yeah. Like, you know, so, I, I've seen my dad cry twice in my life. Bro. When his brother died, and then when my my yeah. uncle Norbert passed away a couple yeah. weeks ago, you know I've seen my dad cry consistently since then. Yeah. But I had never seen it before that, and uh, that just and I think Bro. that's universal. Well, my well, dad called me a crybaby whenever we got yeah. to our thing. He told me I, I was very sensitive. Yeah, uh-huh. and 
it pissed me off but yeah. i told him do you just think maybe i'm just that passionate like yeah like well, i like i yeah. like i care and i value people's opinions yeah. so mm-hmm. much well check this out man like i have a very i have a very unique perspective into uh, how far this can go mm-hmm. culturally and yeah, yeah, so i mean i told you my grandma was an immigrant right yeah. so my mom it was two of them it was my mom and my tío Nacho, Ignacio Perez. Uh, my uncle committed suicide mm-hmm. two, two, three years ago. Um, he jumped off the Tauscorch Bridge. Um, he, we would have never in a million years thought that this would happen you know what i mean yeah, he did like I, I lived i lived with him for two years you know what i mean right right after inside during college so like i was close with this man and dude he had his problems he you know, had, yeah, went through a divorce we all, like went yeah. you know what i mean like kids like shit all kinds of shit you know broke up with a girlfriend like some shit at work like it all but here's what here's what was crazy about it dude is that he he didn't reach out to any of us. In fact, like when he left the letter, and and his one of his good friends wrote us a letter explaining like how empathetic and giving of an individual my Theo was. He legitimately believed that he was doing everyone else a favor by by ending it by you know my grandma was getting old it was a lot of work to take care of her my mom was taking care of her you know he he didn't want to burden bingo and and dude he it was it was a wild time bro because like weird things like i saw him five times on the road the week before he went missing we were scheduled to have beers like that week bro so it wasn't it wasn't a sense of like immediate loneliness which he was going through at the time he was living alone you know mm-hmm. that's that's it, yeah. it's not good for depression you know what i mean loneliness is a, is a big vehicle yeah, for that the, the cousin you got to get yeah. out of that shit you got to you got to go f- meet some people find some people you know what i mean get online yeah. shit like you know what i mean yeah. um but he he worked himself into a corner bro where he he couldn't see uh, an end a future you know what mm-hmm. i mean where he was taken care of you know what i mean when he was old like his i don't know i don't know but i will say this bro like he was such a giving man and his father my grandpa um they rekindled the relationship very recently in our lives but my my grandpa wasn't there bro he was a drinker you know there was some really nasty stories you know just a couple about like the, the bad things that happened bro like with my uncle and he didn't open up and his answer was to go to the doctor and the doctors gave him sleeping pills and antidepressants together while he was living alone which we've come to find out down the road that doctors shouldn't be doing that shit yeah because it's a toxic it's a toxic little combination bro and it put him in in such a dark place dude that he he did this And, and and see like I broke down after that whole situation with my mom. Yeah. Because I was just angry all the time. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I have anger issues. Yeah. And I saw a counselor and she was like, no, you don't have anger issues. You have depression. Yeah. Like, that's how you know yeah, how to yeah, act yeah. out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> what do you mean? You know? You didn't even know. And she was like, you know, PTSD, yep. anxiety, you yeah, know, yeah. the whole nine yards. She was like, you have it. Like, yeah. she goes, Josh, you have it to where you can go, you can go fill out paperwork and be like, here, and they'll pay you for the rest of your life. 
Because is that what you want? Is that, no. Yeah, no. bro. I. What do you think about PTSD, bro? That shit's crazy, huh? I had PTSD from my childhood. From yeah. Working at the jail. Yeah. Um, like, bro, like they'll call codes and like, all right. So we were we were at Bed Bath and Beyond. We're doing our wedding registry, right? And they called the code inside the shower and and the shower curtains. And like, I switched, bro. Like, like I just like like. It was go time. Yeah. And like my heart started pounding. Yeah. And and been mm-hmm. moving. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And it was just like I had to take a minute, you know. It's and, crazy, and, bro. And my wife was like, Are you okay? You know? Mm-hmm. Like I'm um my PTSD is really bad to where I have to sit, like not and not not anymore. I've really gotten over it. I really let go of life and I've let, you know, life handle itself. Like I I learned that I can't control everything in life. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's the thing about us is that we try to control <laughs> our lives. We try to control what happens when well, I'm gonna plan this. I'm gonna plan that. I have to have this, and I think that that falls into um, those those expectations mm-hmm. of us. Like I need a house by the time I'm 21. I need yeah. a house by the time I'm this. And that right there, you do that will eat you and that will <laughs> fucking kill you because I've been there. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've seen my friends getting houses. I've seen my friends getting cars. Yeah. I'm still staying in, a, in an apartment, and I have, you know... Oh, that's just your homies, too. Let's talk about Instagram, bro. Yeah. Oh, like, no, my no. God. Let's talk about all so, this geez. bullshit so, that's out there. So now, one thing I learned, and one thing I try to tell people, is lo- love the fucking grind. Because... It, <laughs> bro, it, you want to come work here? You want here? a job? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why you love the fucking grind is because one day... I know I'm gonna make it. Yeah. Hell yeah. I know one day I'm That's the mindset you need. Yeah. I know one day, man, I'm gonna have And a you know, it's failing forward, bro. Like, you know, you're gonna have screw a up. Beach house. Okay, so, so, backlog. I'll sell I, it to you. <laughs> I quit my. We sell real estate, guys. In case you didn't know. I quit my job <laughs> back in December. All right. With Comcast. Um, they gave me a good two month, two and a half months to figure out my life. And they said, you're really fucked up in the head, go see a counselor. <laughs> and we're gonna pay you. I said, that's cool, man. I said, cool. Um, it was a day before I was supposed to go back to work. My boss called me. He said, hey, come back to work tomorrow. I said, you know what, Nate? I'm really torn right now. I told him, I don't know what I want to do. I told him, I, you know, I told him, let's not get this straight. I am forever grateful mm-hmm. for, for Comcast. Like, you guys gave me two and a half months to sit at home. You guys gave me a counselor. You guys gave me everything I needed. What the hell of a company. All I might the, just switch, bro. All no, don't. <laughs> I will tell you why. All of the resources you need to figure <laughs> out your life. And so um, that I did, and that was a counselor I, I talked to, and uh, she changed my life. She talked about manifestation. She mm-hmm. talked about um, affirmations. She talked about, and she talked about going, bro. I, I swear, oh, kidding not. She told me to go outside with just my my, my bare feet and to sit outside in the grass and just sit there for 10 minutes. She said, you can be on your phone, you can read, you can think, you can do whatever. And the old me would be like, this crazy bitch, she's fucking wild. Oh yeah. I did it, bro. I swear to God, the next day I woke up so energetic. I woke up so like, I was a different person. Mm. And, and, but it's, I'm, I'm a firm believer in energies. So I gained all the energies, you know, from the earth and um, going back to Comcast, I told my boss like, hey, like I built this clothing brand. Um, and he was like, well, what else are you gonna do? So, I don't know. 
So, but I'll figure it out, you know? I'll figure out the way. I didn't save up no money. I had no saving. No shit. I had no nothing. But I just knew, like, like this isn't where I wanted to be. To this day, what? Seven and a half months later, I still don't have a job. I still, I found ways for X, you know? Yeah. Um, buying some, um, well, you know, the clothing brand, the podcast, buying pallets, selling stuff from pallets. Mm-hmm. Um, man, like, if there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I, I mean, you're telling me I'm spending 80 hours of my, of my life for a $1,300 check when... I can make that in. Well, and I think there's there's what's important to understand too is that there's there's two sides to capitalistic game. You you have you have the business start, and then you have the people who help you run it. So employer employee, it's a symbiotic relationship. You know what I mean? It's something that is so important to be able to have people who are willing to be loyal and to work hard that's it and be okay with somebody else running the direction of the thing but the best the best companies are able to to put that together and we're in a unique situation here and that's not me kissing ass to our boss we're in a very unique situation here i've worked for some of the biggest companies in the world northwestern mutual robert half you know we have the most incredible culture here where i don't feel like i work every day and see, Dude, it's it's a symbiotic yeah, relationship. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And see, that's where I'm at now. Like, I remember waking up and man, at Comcast, I made my own schedule. Like, I'll go knock on doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had you had the like, independence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean? like, it's important, but empowerment to to your employees and making them yeah. understand and feel that they have control and actually giving them control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, I, but it was just to like, yeah. fuck, I have to go to work. Like, yeah, I have to do this. yeah. And yeah. I love talking to people. Well, and there's days, bro. There's but yeah. there's days in every yeah. job, bro. Yeah. Like every every work is toil at some point. Yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. not it's like not all fine and dandy. Yeah. But whenever I turn back to when I say fall in love with the fucking grind, it's because yeah. Someday you're gonna you're well, gonna build the company. Well, you know where the train's going, and at least a direction. We have a hell of a conductor on it too. But, <laughs> yeah. But if you if you fall in love with the grind. Whenever you make it there, whenever your final stop is there and you've got to a Jeff Bezos where you don't even know what the fucking grind is anymore, like you're gonna turn back. <laughs> where so you can lose so half of it and still be the richest man yeah, in the world. Yeah. So, yeah. so you ever, you ever heard of Andy Frisella? There we go. Yeah. Andy has, I mean, 100% completely reframed a lot of my mindset, dude. And like the, the, the constantly pushing new goals in front of other goals. It's interesting when you said like the end point because Andy's talked about that, like where he, he gets to a certain point that he had that was a, at the time a completely unimaginable goal. Mm-hmm. Dude, if you haven't seen their new facility, oh my goodness gracious. No, I haven't it's, oh, shit. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's amazing. But he, he talks about, and I've seen this in, in a small form, when people retire, dude, a lot of times guys go into depression. Mm-hmm. And honestly, bro, like I watched my dad deal with that in a certain way shape yeah, or form you their whole life you, now it's a new life you it's yeah. com- and you it's kind of a loss of identity mm-hmm. when you stop having what do I, what yeah do I mean? like dude and i watched my dad yeah. have to like figure that out for himself dude and i mean dude it started with like him building my son a tree house things beast by the way dude when it's i say tree, tree house, house it's a house in a fucking tree i've never seen anything like it 
It's 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 got power, bro. It's got like it's it's the most ridiculous. I told my dad about, about it. Like, I was like, hey, I want to have a kid so you can do this for. It, it was incredible. Grow a dude. tree. First. Like it, he had a structural engineer. Like one of our like family buddies come by to like check it out. Like see what he thought. The guy was tripping out. He's like, dude, did you get like, you didn't get plans written for this thing? Like it, it's it's the most ridiculous no, treehouse you've ever seen, bro. No, yeah, dude, no, but no, my no, dad's no. my dad's brilliant like that, yeah. bro. He knows how to make something out of nothing bro but he doesn't he just does it and I he think, didn't like he just yeah he just did, did it. it like he just did it didn't tell nobody about it, it. trips me so, it trips so, me so, out so, bro so, like so i don't that was my biggest thing is i used to tell everybody my plans don't now i don't tell fucking nobody shit mm-hmm. like i just yeah. do that shit like yeah like bro like okay so so these hats i literally sampled them out yesterday right um i've been working on for a week i didn't yeah. tell I didn't post them nowhere. I didn't post the mock-up nowhere. I mean, I told select people, you know, I mean, oh, yeah. who I confide in. Mm-hmm. As far as like, hey, what do you think about this design? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think about that? Um, That's design. Right? And, yeah. and I just posted it. Like, boom. You know what I mean? And, and it's, it's, I used to talk a lot about what I'm going to do in life. And now it's like, so So the people who I listen to is Eric Thomas. Okay. Um, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has this song called Rehab, bro. Where it just, it just fucking hits me. Like, you know, like he says, I'm not 100% today. But I will get there one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He also says, I might not beat you at your SATs, but I will fucking outwork you. Dude, that we say it all the time here. Like, the, it, there's the not, SAT. I mean, when you <laughs> distill it down, bro, like, you want to win, you just have to work harder That's than it, more, like, everybody else. Like, like, and, then, and then the next person I listen to is uh, uh, Gary Vee. Yeah. You know what you need to listen to? And this is a shameless plug. Andy Frisella. Andy Frisella and the Rock Alliance podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking, man. I swear, Ramon's not going to yeah. watch it. You need to watch Ramon Casales and Alex Cordova. Those yeah. guys, another level. They just walked out right now. I just saw them. The, I, we could probably Cordova get them on at some point, I'm assuming. The one that was just here? Yeah. Alex Cordova is a beast. I can't tell you what he makes a year, but let's just say he puts everyone in this building to shame. He's an animal, and he cares. Does that make sense? Like no, 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 no. most, like most people I've he's ever humble. met in this industry, yeah, that, like he doesn't show it. He dresses well. He dresses very well, <laughs> but he doesn't put it in your face, you know. And he doesn't talk about what he's doing, you know. He doesn't. What does Ramon say? He has a lot of irons in the fire. Yeah, everyone. We all have a lot of irons in the fire here, and Dude. you don't, you know, you take them out, they cool down. So I think. But he's built that. Understand yeah, he's built that. Understand that. No, yeah, so Alex, he loves the grind. Yes. Yes, he does. So, yes. so, so, so you guys are entrepreneur, entrepreneurs. Like, mm-hmm. You guys might work for a company, but if you don't fucking go out and talk to people, you don't need, like, yeah. plain and simple. Like, I, I don't know how the whole thing goes. So what really sparked me to become an entrepreneur was I remember my senior year, my dad was home one day for three days. And I said, hey, like, you're right. You good? Like. He said, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I said, well, how come how can you be at home? Because my dad used to leave to work at 5.30 yeah. in the morning. So I'd get home and he wouldn't be, or I would wake up and he wouldn't be yeah. here. And he was like, I got laid off. Oh, shit. He worked at Honeywell for 23 years. Oh, for God. For years. Two years away from retirement. <gasps> wow. Two years, not a severance shit, package, dude. nothing. He trained two guys that they told him we're getting them ready in two years to, you know. Replace you eventually. Yeah, yeah eventually. Wow. He trained them for six months. Tell them, see you later. We See, went Capitalism. So, 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 what did that teach me at 18 years old? Do I want to work for the man that says, which hey, it was government, by the way? Yeah, which, which was really government that says, hey, shit, <laughs> you train two guys and we no longer need you. No. Mm-hmm. Independent contractor. 
it's bullshit, dude. We no longer need. Well, here's the here's another big thing that like Andy 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 Frisella, dude. He's you got, he's check him. He's he's amazing. He talks about dude. They do you know how many offers he gets for replacement machinery to help they 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 produce uh protein powders and mm. uh, and performance supplements. Um, Dude, they could they could put it all on a machine and have machines create these for them, AI. and they could do it a one hundred percent, and they could do it for way cheaper. Uh-huh. He refuses to integrate any kind of automation in that process, mm-hmm. so that he can employ all of those people that are employed by First Form, and there's a lot of families that eat because of First Form. A lot of families, and they went from one little shop, bro. Sleeping in the back on a piss-stained mattress is what he always says. Yep. And literally living in where they were selling these supplements, Fucking bro. Grinded. Dude, I'm grinded. Yeah, it, sure. it, for 10 years, he didn't make shit. That's it, man. Like, yeah. Like, like, and for us, dude, like, time? it's crazy because you start to see those lessons actually playing out, bro. Like, this... it. This didn't look like this no, two years like ago, every, bro. Every time I we, we didn't have the gold mics two years ago, every dude. Every time I fucking I make money, bro, I go reinvest. That there you go. Company. Yeah, I, that's it. I you gotta not, reinvest into yourself. Yeah, well, you, well, you know, the, the company, like, bro, today I just bought a fucking circuit. Like, it's a fucking stencil cutter out. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, like, I'll learn another grind from that. My wife Bingo. will learn another grind mm-hmm. from that. It's a skills, bro. Like, it's all skill exactly, sets. Exactly. Like, 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 that's it. So back to Comcast. Actually, you know, talking to somebody, he said, hey, you know, how is everything going on your break, you know? He said, hey, actually, Comcast let us go. Oh, shit. So, and when I left, they were all laughing at me. <laughs> you know, what the fuck are you doing? You're <laughs> fucking, you're crazy, you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Like, we're fucking, we're chilling, you know what I mean? Like, Bye. we're fucking we're making 60 grand a year. Like, and that, that's people tell me all the time. You could be making, I love oh, it. I can get your job at 50K a year. I've had 60, 70, 80,000 yeah. dollars a year and I did fuck with it. I don't have shit to do with it because I wasn't happy. There you go. Bingo, I wasn't fucking bro. happy. Money, money does not mean a goddamn thing Thank to you whenever you aren't happy. Yeah. So, now I found out. And I mean, Comcast did them, right? You know, they gave them severance package. You know, yeah. They gave them, they gave them the whole nine yards. But I saw, I saw it coming. I just see the way AI technology is coming. Like, yeah, it's the enemy, bro. Time. Oh, Daniel, ding, 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 ding. That's oh. what you want to talk about. This is cryptocurrency. It's gonna be the fucking thing of the future, bro. Yeah. Invest in cryptocurrency. Do it, man. Just let it go. What you do know, you think? he's holding back. Okay, look, I've been around some very well-educated people. Mm-hmm. I've been around some he's very well. I've been around the best people, <laughs> the smartest <laughs> people. Some, the, this next stimulus package is gonna be very, very generous. For gonna the be people. huge. But <laughs> Daniel is legitimately one of the most intelligent individuals I've been around. I don't like listening to people that have different points of view from me. We're pretty much opposite on most issues. But that's the great thing about America, bro. Is is, is we can agree to disagree. The but, reason but why what's I like funny is is because you teach me. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. And, he teaches me a lot. Yeah, he does. He doesn't know. No, it. but see, he he digresses. It doesn't think that he teaches me a lot, bro. Like it's politics is about the good of the whole. And why that's not the case anymore. Both well, extremes on both not, ends dude. have taken hijacked the entire fuck system, about bro. Us, dude. Bro, <laughs> no, you don't politics. Both sides, either side, you want. It's bad, bro. It's mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, but they like everyone. I could care less who's president because it ain't affecting me in any way. Honestly, when it comes down to it. What has Donald Trump done to help me or to hurt me in this last year? Nothing. 
<laughs> I mean, he signed a stimulus check for me, but from the Democratic Trump bucks, Congress, bro. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but no, but no, but you, you know, what I mean? like, 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 I just like my life would still be going on. That's the beauty of America, is you know, the president, the Congress, they affect tiny little things. But as of right now, what we're seeing is a massive cultural shift across this entire country, where it is actually affecting us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that and it's is, terrifying. Yeah, I mean, for sure, dude. Okay, I want to give an example. I want to digress a little bit. Local politics here. Do you see mm-hmm. what's going on down our neck of the woods, down the valley? No. Da- okay, so District Twelve. All right, this is the shameless plug. Our state representative got the necessary amount of signatures to run for office, and then didn't put the office he was running for on the petition. So we don't have a Democrat running in the South Valley for the first time since the 1940s. Oops. All right, and we got to go back to the fact that the local politics is where actual change is made. All right. So, yeah, the president yeah. doesn't affect us. You no, know, yeah, the yeah. Con- our local politicians do. Yep. They really do. So, you know, I have something to announce at the end of your show, by the way. But Oh, shit. You have what? I have something to announce at the end of your show. <laughs> okay, okay. You know? What? Well, at the end of your show? But, but uh, uh, I, th- I, think, yeah? uh, <laughs> I think that goes back to the change. Like, we have to create those politicians. We have to create yeah. those. Like, so, 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 so this is one thing I'm going to leave for you guys. Well, not leave, but... Um, one thing I've learned into is now, you know, into entrepreneurship, LLCs, all these things like that. I learned how important it is for us to, we didn't get, well, maybe I didn't get that right start as far as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that, hey, this is how you become a business owner. This is how you become this, how you become that. Yeah. One thing I did for my kids, I have an 11-year-old and a 7-year-old right now. Mm-hmm. I both got them two LLCs right now, both under their names. Okay. Just basic. Daniel. Daniel so-and-so and Nevaeh so-and-so. It's a good name. And the reason why I did that <laughs> is because whenever they turn 18, 19, they get a part-time job. They say, hey, I have an LLC that's tenured that has my daughters will be 11 when she's 18. My son will be 17 whenever he, or seven when he's 18. I have a business that's tenured and I have a part-time job and I want to get a $50,000 loan on my business. So what, is, start. so what does my son do with that? One, he either builds himself a business, he lives comfortably, or two, he goes and buys a home. From me. Ran down from an owner, turns around, flips that rents bitch it, rents it. for $120,000, or he rents it out. And my son made $120,000, maybe two, three years. But he has that right head start, right? You're giving vision. You look ahead. And yeah. so many, so much of the problems are instant gratification of today's culture. Dude, or man. what's in front of your face here, like, oh, I'm going to like that. Yeah. You know, you're looking ahead, and that's so rare. That's, that's, and, uh, you know, I mean, like, and I said, I, I'm going to make it, right? Yeah. But if I don't make it, I'll be down to my kids don't fucking make it. And if my son says, hey, dad, I don't want to be a business owner. I, I want to go be... I want to, whatever, the chess club at UNM, then do. Shout out. Do that, son. Like, you mean, you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. Like, Let him be like, him. I yeah, tried yeah, yeah. to force my son to play football for two years, and I realized he hated it. And I dogged him because, what are you doing out there? Like, I was that Hit man. him. Yeah, but, but, but I took a step yeah. back, and I was yeah. like. Dude, it'll destroy like, kids I if saw, you don't. Yeah. I saw another parent do it where he grabbed his son by the face mask and he's like, get your ass out there. Damn. And, and Dude, I just watched Bad News Bears for the first time. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Where everybody just like goes oh, silent man. and the coach throws it. He's, he's, the new one? No. The, the new one. The old, yeah, newer yeah, yeah. one. The old one too. Yeah, bro. That's crazy. That like, dude, I even was like. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
And that's what it'll lead, bro. No, that's that's, that's, that's weird. Yeah. Like, I've been umpire since I was 13. You see that shit all the that's There bad, is man. no worse human being on the planet. I'm sure they're great people, yeah. but there's nobody worse than a little league parent during a game. Well, the things they say to their kids. It's not all parents, but what happens is they're trying to vicariously carry off the shit that they didn't do through their kids, bro. They're trying to validate their own life with their kids. And I do not want to do that with my kids. Like, like, even to this day, like, I'm trying to come up with business plans for my kids to become business owners now. Real estate. Like, like, well, yeah, believe me, that that is the end ticket. I mean, I mean, what is that? Um, There's a lot you can do in it. There's yeah, it's, it's it. very. You can rent. You can flip. You can. I mean, there's so. You could be a real Zach of all trades. <laughs> I mean, that's that. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. You know, like I said, seven years without. I mean, seven months without having a job. But you know, I know one day, like, hey, I'm, I'm gonna have to get. Yeah, a job. you know, it's, it's, it's faith, cliche. Bro. It's cliche, but it, yeah, yeah. It's, what foundation did have I built in these seven months? For me to be able to say, hey, let me go get a job. Let me go back to the grind now. You know what I mean? Like, what if I build? Mm-hmm. So that's that's one that's kind of where I've been. And those were two, like, I'm planning for the future. Like, we want to give my kids some vending machines um, and let them, run, oh. let them run their own vending machines. And vending machines can always be passed down. Like, I saw three more kids. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, you got five kids. How many kids you got? I have five kids. Damn, Josh. Five kids, man. So five. Wow. Woman, thank God. You know what I mean? Praise God. uh, There you go. That's a blessing right there. I don't know five. I only have two. I got two, bro, and that's. I have three girls and two boys. My oldest (laughs) son's a boy. My youngest son's a boy. So kind of bookmarked, you know. That's cool, man. Congrats. I gotta catch up. You guys got like head start something. Well, you gotta like a woman first. <laughs> it's because of the purple suit. <laughs> there comes old Josh. Fucking guy, love it, man. dude. Nah, I, love it. Nah, actually, I, I really do like the purple. Suit. You like it's sharp. It's huh? actually not even purple. It's, it's a Willy Wonka. It's, it's, it's just sharp. like a lavender. It's, it's sharp. JC Penny had a suit. He asked Alex how she. Yeah, I asked Alex, man. He's my, he's my influencer. <laughs> that's, that, that's it. I have a, a baby blue suit that I have. Mm. Ooh. No, baby. Hey, yeah. <laughs> These are matching over here. <laughs> but, uh, we book uh, in over here now. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean that's that's really it. Like how like how can I set myself up for my kids? Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's, yeah, man. I want to give my kids a head start. That uh, and I'm not saying my dad didn't do a great job. You know, yeah, single parent. Yeah, yeah. They did what they knew. You know what I mean? But Big I, dude. but I've taken the time to yeah. learn to learn these things. Like, do you, do you think you had like? Because I know this is what happened for me. Like, there's this pivot point when you get in your like early twenties. Sometimes it never happens, but there's a there's a point in time where you sort of realize that like your parents don't have it all figured out. Oh hell yeah! Oh shit! I don't. And uh, like, I I tell my kids, you're kind of like pissed off right before it happens, and then you get mad and you get mad at them, and then you realize right in that moment they're like, oh, they don't know like that they did this. No, so I tell my kids all the time. One thing you have to understand: being a parent does not come with the owner's manual. Like I am. Yeah, you like, learn as you like, go, right? Learn, no, <laughs> Never I mind. Kids, I am learning every day. I told yeah, you. Yeah, dude, that's and, it right and, there. And one thing I do with my kids, I apologize whenever I'm wrong. <clears throat> Sorry, I, I do too, man. I apologize whenever. Mm-hmm. I'm like I might scold the shit out of them. I mean, I, I, I don't spank my kids anymore as of like a year ago. Um, yeah. But like, whenever I'm wrong and I chew them out, like I'll go back and I'll tell them like, hey, I'll. I was wrong. You know what I mean? Like, I'm Learn, sorry. Learn how to apologize, yeah. Sam. And Dude, it's, it's big. Like, I've 
Yeah, I understand that intricately because like, yeah, I've been there. I've been there too. You know what I mean? Because you do, bro. You get pissed. You guys, you mess up. The thing is, like, it, just, it still blows my mind. Josh from high school, five fucking kids, man. That's a lot of kids, bro. Damn, Joshy. That's cool, bro. That is bad. That's a blessing. You know what's wild is is before me and my wife. Well, we actually split up for six months too. Wow. After uh, after my daughter. Um, before my wife and you know we had that break um man i had so much unprotected sex like i'm not even gonna lie but like i wasn't that douche where i would just like stop talking to him like i would stay around make sure you know there's no babies and we never had kids the same thing with her she was with the guy for three years and they tried to have a kid and they couldn't, and they couldn't. And Bless him. so when i met her she had my oldest son you know he he's not mine biologically but you know i raised him since he was three mm-hmm. and after that bro we just she, she got pregnant off three different birth controls. Three different birth controls, uh, if, if the Lord wills it, dude. It's gonna I got so I Be that was that was part of my story, dude. I was nineteen. There you go. I was my I was a freshman in college. I had just moved into the dorms. Uh, oh, dude, I had just I joined the frat, bro. Like it was out of control, dude. We were having so no, much fun. He's a, he's a he's a he's a different fraternity. No, I was too busy having fun, dude. I didn't even pay attention. And I started DJing. And shit. We like, did meet crazy. though. Yeah, yeah. We, we ended up like realizing later. Um, oh, yeah, this is actually yeah, dude. I was nineteen. It was my high school sweetheart. She had moved away after he graduated. And uh, I flew her out, bro. Come, come to a frat to have like formals, so kind of like yeah. proms, uh, so say, yeah. with alcohol, um, legally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I flew her out, bro. She came back, like she came back in November around Thanksgiving, dude, and was like, "It's yours." Dude, we were in the car, bro, and she was just like, I'm pregnant, dude. Damn. Went to Walgreens on Rio Grande, bro. Got a pregnancy test on, like, the floor of Walgreens, dude, and, like, everything me? just stopped, bro. Boom. Like, but what? Oh, well, it was, it was, it was the hardest time of my life because I had the biggest decision of my life to make back then. And, like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm Catholic, bro. Like, I... Oh, you're talking that decision. I know it's not an option, Mm -hmm. but I was so compromised in my mindset at that time, dude, that... Even that, she moved away, like... Well, dude, I was... was, I was a mess, bro. There were girls, there was... Like, I was was out of control. Yeah. And she, I mean, wanted really nothing to do with me, like, down the road, because that was a hard nine months, bro. Like, you know, careful, because I will say this to the kids, bro. When they say, get it out of your system... Don't do that. <laughs> because shit, yeah. Put that shit away and never pull it out, do bro. That shit like responsibly. Just just don't don't get it. There's nothing in there the that kids. you need to pull out, bro. No, like know, I know you you know what like honestly like there's nothing in there that's that's not going to bring It's you just going to yeah. fuck your life up. Oh, straight up. Yeah. And straight up. we all know that because we've all been there. We've all done it and mm-hmm. it was fun, don't get me wrong, but like it almost killed us. Like was in that, was that how many times 30 minutes, it was like, bad bro and like I had to make big decisions very fast dude thank god that at like 19 at 19 I, mean, I had honestly, no idea what I was doing dude. honestly whenever we graduate we're we're, we're kids we're th- dude we're adults, you're we're children still, we're, we're kids babies, yeah like, babies like, okay, okay okay so here's my thing whenever you graduate high school isn't it funny how they tell us 
here go watch the real world but they haven't they haven't prepared us for fuck i think it's designed to do that no but it's fucked up dude like the school nope. the school system is not updated bro like honestly we we have not life, we've been thinking about homeschooling our kids dude you might not have a choice and teaching and teaching our kids <laughs> what we want to teach them like yeah like, real world lessons yeah like, bro. I, mean, I mean how to carry a firearm how uh, to, you know decent I mean? like, like yeah I mean, like, my mom taught me how to balance a checkbook when i was eight years old but how to start a business? Exactly, no, look at that. At eight years old, his mom yep. taught him like, "Hey, let me. Yep. This is gonna be useful for yep. my son." Yeah. Yep. You know how to do your taxes? You don't have to pay another person to do it for you. Simple thing. I just do about My mom's not good at math though, so my dad how just said, "How to build credit?" Yeah, right. And oh, bro. So, how to build credit? We're teaching my kids young. We're going to do a, a secured credit card for them, mm-hmm. and that's going to be their allowance. There you go. Uh-huh. And we pay it. There you well, go. That's their we, the we would have to pay it anyway. I can get your son pre-approved on a thirty-year fixed mortgage. By the time he's eight, he'll <laughs> <laughs> pay that shit off by the time he's my age. <laughs> like my kid, like my my credit might be screwed, but mine takes time. Mine's worse. <laughs> I'll be damned. I got excellent know. credit. I'm, I'm I'll check that. <laughs> I'll check that. <laughs> no, but you know, like I, I just. I don't know. I think now, like, I don't really, like, yes, I mean, I think for myself, you know, I, I think for my business, and I think for the things that I want, but it, it's really, like, my kids don't know it. Yeah. You know, it's really how how can this help yeah. propel my kids to that? That's, 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 a, that's a beautiful sentiment. I love that, because you guys legit, you guys work your asses off for your kids, for yeah. their futures. Like, I want, like, I want my kids to go to La Cueva. I ain't going to lie. The Bears. Like, I'm not I just I just want like, like dude I want my kids to love learning you know, that, like, but like and, the selflessness of that like that, that that's beautiful like I work for myself yeah, I don't yeah, have yeah. kids but like to see that and you know and like now I see why my dad busted his ass the way he did why he'd fall asleep on that couch with his work boots on and now he still does it with his iPad fall up he doesn't want to fucking get up he's so yeah and like, like I so, I get pissed when he'd ask me to take off his shoes not knowing that he'd bust his ass that whole day. like you ass we'll take off your goddamn so, boots so my son he just got accepted into uh, South Valley Prep mm-hmm. um, which that's like so my son is uh, that's I don't, yeah that's Carmen that's Carmen uh, is it a school yeah is it a Montessori yeah. Mm. No, it's no. the premier preparatory school in Albuquerque. Uh, prep school. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they, so my son, he's my son, he's not, um, he's not book smart, like at all. Mm-hmm. Like, but you give you give him this pen and you take it apart and you tell him to put it back together. He he will put that shit back together. Like like so for Christmas these last years we bought him like a thousand Legos each each one. And bro, you should see the shit he built. It's wild, huh? With with no book, and first time he brought me, and I was like, "Look, Dad, look at this typewriter." And I mean, it was probably a typewriter this big, had actually you know little buttons and shit. And I was like, "Like, how'd you do that? Like, where's the book?" He said, "There's no book." That's it, dope. It just dude. came from my head. So, Damn, so, dude. Well, so, every the thing is, bro. Everybody has something. Yeah. Everyone everybody has a, has a gift from God, dude. So, that like. So this was my thing as a parent. Okay, I know I know normal school's not my son's strong school. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. And for a while, I I used to rag my son. What are you doing? You're a class clown because that's what I was. Yeah. But shut up. Because, <laughs> because I was bored. You know? Yeah. I was. It so wasn't hard. Oh, yeah, I was. Yeah, I, was, yeah, like, I feel was, that. Oh, we saw that. Yeah, we saw boring. it. Like, yeah. I, I was smart as fuck. Like even to this day, like. I, oh, everyone is. That's my point. Is like, like, bro, everybody, like everybody has a but, genius form so that you just gotta me, find it. What's going on? Albuquerque can help my son. Yeah. 
get to the next level that you know that goes to his strengths not his weaknesses because if i can 10 times his strengths and how and and let him figure out his weaknesses later on down the road he can whenever he has money to pay for tell me he's not doing our, our sales pitch on my recruitment sales pitch <laughs> it's like we want to build your strengths you know if you're not good at doing something why in the fuck would i make exactly. you do it that's yeah. it like what so you can be average at a bunch of things no i'd rather you be incredibly successful in one area and then build everything else around it that's, that, that's what it's all about, you know. But, but that's that's really like I don't know, like like my son got into Savali Prep. How that's are we gonna do it? I don't know, but we're gonna figure it out. You got yourself because right Carmen Montes. I will give her a huge shout out. Uh, she's over there. She was my teacher at at Kit Carson yeah, Elementary School. Time. Kit Carson, right there off Barcelona, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. She started for Kit Carson, but the school's down there off Barcelona. The new one, the South Valley Prep. But she no, used- no, no, no. So the new South Valley Prep is actually over there by um, San Jose Community Center. They oh, upgraded. they upgraded. Well, Carm was my reading teacher in in uh, fifth grade. I was in there with all the eighth graders, and uh, she. Uh, <laughs> hey, gotta get some book smarts. Right? <laughs> yeah. Book smarts. This guy doesn't stop reading, by the way. But she has the best preparatory school in Albuquerque now, and I'm not just saying that because I know her. It's been voted on yeah. by the Department of Education. They've Past Bosky Prep, oh shit, which is like thirty-five k a year to send a kid, dude. dude it's cool, and they teach him life skills. And honestly, yeah, dude, like they teach my son, he'll learn robotics. I don't know about now with all this COVID shit, but robotics was one of them. That's why I wanted to get in culinary arts was another one. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, and there was one more. Um, that I mean, he he liked it, but it wasn't like his big, you know, hoo ha. Yeah, it was really. But he has the option. Yeah, he has the options. Well, that's that's and, that's an amazing opportunity. That's bad. And yeah, hell yeah, and, and it's just like, like shit. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? Maybe yeah. maybe my kids might go to five different schools, but yeah. fuck it. Like, if they can all yeah. figure out a way, I, I don't know. Like I said. I'll be damned if if uh, my kids don't have the right platform. Mm-hmm. One of them would probably fuck it up. But that's just usually how it goes. My but. parents got two, so. <laughs> but that's pretty much. I mean, that's. Who are you voting for? Sorry. Oh. <laughs> who am I voting for? Yeah, who are you voting for? Kanye. <laughs> fuck it. It's not like our electoral votes matter here. <laughs> I just wanted to, I wanted to get that started. I'm sorry. No comment. <laughs> No um, comment. I don't know. It's a shit show. Up All there, right, but I no, you. no. I'm just, I mean, I'm, I mean, it really I mean, in, I figured we had one celebrity apprentice. I mean, in, I mean, in 2022, who are you voting for? Oh, for here? No, when I run for state representative in the South there Valley, is, who are you voting there for? There it is. Ar, ar, ar. Look, I love Art de la Cruz. I'm voting for. Him. I'm writing him in. But it's about damn time. No, it is. We need change. We do need change. And this is the thing. You guys fight for your kids. You guys work for your kids. That's great. But it's time for someone to go in there that has that same mindset for everybody's kids. So, it, no, so, so, so. Yeah. All right, you're going to drop that egg bomb. I'm going to drop an egg bomb, too. Oh, shit. So, Number six or what? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, we are talking about change and all this and that. And uh, I was talking about someone has to create change. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking one day, and I said, you know what? Fuck it. Why not? Why don't I create change? Yeah. So... Um, I'm actually planning it out now. I'm actually starting a nonprofit. Um, I don't know what it's going to be yet, but it's going to create change. It's going to show kids how to become an entrepreneur young, how to apply for a business loan, how to apply for LLC, how to apply for a resale like license. Um, our kids in New Mexico have nothing for them to do. Like everyone's talking about, you know, this, this, this defund the police, right? Which I think possibly, you know, I don't care, not the whole thing. 
but you know, take 10% of everywhere and let's give it back to our kids there. They are our future. Why are we not investing? Like I told people, you don't, you do not cry whenever they're taking away from your kids every single fucking year. That's right. Yeah. Whenever, whenever they keep taking 10%, 10%, 10%, 10% for the last 10 years. Yeah. Oh, this is, it goes on top of that. You know what Don't I mean? defund the police, reallocate the funds. Defund the military. We spend more than the next 23 nations after us combined on defense. But, but, 24, 22 of whom are our allies? There's no reason for this see, anymore. I'm not even, a lot like, of people want to like, kill us. Yeah. Like, I'm not even educated on that. It's crazy. Well, the, the money the money flow in this country, dude, is insane. Like, Real education I, goes beyond what they can actually teach us. What's going on? Honestly, what is college? Like, what is college? Yeah, dude. Yeah. What you is want to talk about a gimmick, bro. You want to talk about a show. No, ruin my game, life. Dude. You want to talk about sharks? It's a game, bro. You want to talk about sharks? You were the little fish that took the bait in the shark. Oh, I oh, did, I took bro. The bait. I took the bait I hard. hard. What, 90 grand? Hard. No, I got it. Well, I, I mean, you probably weren't that far in, but after four years, were you in 90 grand? You know, I don't want to blame the schools, you know, and I don't want to blame schools. I don't. I, you know, it's I a bureaucracy, bro. The fact of the matter is we're all told we have to do something in order to be successful. You know, you have to go You're to a four-year education. You can build something. Yeah, look, look, like an example of my dad. I have to give him a shot. My dad dropped out of Rio Grande twice, his senior year and then his next senior year. He dropped out twice. My dad is now one of the biggest contractors in the state of New Mexico. That's it. Yeah. My dad. Look, my, let's give this story. Bezos, fucking. My dad. My dad was a professional boxer. He got number three in North America, number twelve in the world. He's a badass, right? Yeah. He got in a street fight, lost his middle finger. He went into a horrible depression, spiraled oh, out. Oh yeah. And now, you know, my dad has, you know, he he's rebuilt. paid off everything he ever, he has. He's raised two kids to the best of his ability. He gave us everything we ever needed financially. He takes care of his parents financially. You know, he's been a good husband to my mom. My dad is an example of, you don't need to go to college to be successful. You just need to have some fucking balls. You gotta have drive, bro. Yeah. Good old capitalism, bro. Like... We all deserve an evil, even playing field. Evil playing field. Yeah, it's Parodian slip. Even playing field. Democratic <laughs> socialism works. I mean, I mean you're not lying whenever you say Well, it's, it's and, dude, and the problems. Not even the, playing field, but we need to, well, here's the problem, to see dude. the other baseballs. Yeah, yeah. The other baseball field that's being played yeah. on. So we yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the Yankees the versus a Little League baseball it's team. A, it's a heart problem across the board, bro. It's people taking advantage of other people. It's decisions being made to, to fire people two years before their retirement just so you could save a buck corporately Boom, unregulated it's, it's 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 just bad horrible people making decisions that take advantage of other people bro it's not the system it never was the system it's people, people trying to system. tear down other people through whatever power they can scrounge up bro Isn't and that that's it's a deeper-seated issue than defund the police. It's always has been. That's, yeah, it's a surface-level thing. It's going, yeah. That's exactly why we have to become that that man. And this this yeah. gives me this gives me hope. This gives, like th- three people just sitting here, legitimately, have more integrity than the people that are running the show right now. I mean, just three random collection of people down here well, that are just okay. trying to make it. It happens everywhere. Yeah, I mean, but let's put a hundred thousand, hundred and hundred million dollars in your pocket. Oh, and, I'd be a power hungry son of a bitch. And uh, let's say that hey, let's teach this little, let's teach this little Mexican, this little Hispanic kid how to create the hundred thousand dollars, or uh, you could take the hundred thousand dollars and put it in your pocket and have two hundred thousand dollars now. That's a good one, dude. Damn, I take the two K, two hundred K. Damn, I would. I wouldn't even think about that. 
No, but but that's but that's what the human mentality is like. That's when you, it's it's easy to say I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna and give. When you don't have anything to give, yeah, oh yeah. But when you got it, it's yours. And I'm not saying that that's the right thing, but that's that's the way we're designed as creatures. Yeah. Well, and dude, for me, biblically, it's like, dude, he said if you have two cloaks give one away mm-hmm. and it's like when you look at it from that angle man like we as americans across the board dude we we live very lavish lives oh, yeah, and there's a lot of people that are very near to us that don't live that lavish lives dude <laughs> like seriously a middle class american lives better than a high class canadian well but it's not even that bro like i i freaked That's out true. like there's there's problems in our neighborhoods around us bro like we don't we don't there's there's kids that don't have basic amenities. But we're right so desensitized to it. Yeah, that's yeah. Because every day, like, like that's it. Like so, so with my nonprofit, that's what that's what I like. My kids yeah, yeah, get yeah. this because that's what I'm. Yeah. That's what I'm teaching mm-hmm. my kids. But what about like, what about that little kid at Rio Grande that yeah. he has to work a job, and and, and he doesn't. A perfect have example. This is what I want to see. Look, yeah, when yeah, you, yeah. you drive down a Sleda on Rio Bravo and a Sleda, um, Bob's Burgers, they have their graduates that work for them. There was six names up there. That means there's six kids that were going to school full time when they're 17, 18 years old that still had to work that job. You know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but like who has time to focus on school when you're working your ass off, when you're trying to, you know, you're a provider for your family and you're that age. Like, it's it's just, it's crazy, man. It's it's really, it's it's insane. It really is. Like, that's like, that's really like, that's, that's what my goal is. Is to do for that kid that didn't yeah. have that. Well, and what's crazy, man, is they're they're eroding at the very culture right now that that created these this country. I mean, this country was founded on the backs of working people, building businesses and sharing with each other. And as it's gotten so big and so convoluted, dude, there's people that are getting you know in a sense left behind but that's not that's not to say that like it, to me it's a cultural problem dude like we have to teach these kids that 100%. working hard is more important than knowing the pythagorean theorem like don't get me wrong you Bro, just like, get to learn shit but it, it you how's it gonna help i was in fourth grade yeah. and whenever learning whenever we went to the what is that the planetarium yeah whenever they teach you about the fucking the yeah, the stars and the stars, yeah. and all, the stars and all that shit. I brought since eight years old. Or fourth grade was at ten, eleven, nine, something like that. Um, I literally said, "What the fuck does this have to do with me making money?" Mm-hmm. At nine, like at nine years old, like <laughs> what does what does this have to do? Like 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 even in history, I should be like, man, okay, I understand this is the way that these people came here. I got history, history. <laughs> but I love history. And, no, no, but, but I get it, but no, doesn't affect... No, but we see, need like, to let the kids make like, a choice. Like, there shouldn't exactly. be core like, classes. Like, Does that make sense? Yeah. I hate math. I hate math. I love math. See? I hate, I hate math. I love math, but... I we got to get them the disc test. I hate it. <laughs> you, ever, you ever heard of the disc test? No, I don't. Personality it's a personality yeah. test. Yeah. Oh, I want to see it. I one of those, but it was with an animal. What were you? It's, uh, oh, I, I, was a, I was a lion and a gorilla. Okay, mm. but like, do this you need to watch. do the disc test? Okay. So it, it separates, it basically gives you about four quadrants of the types of people that there are. Yeah. And I'm not gonna, I don't wanna push it. I want everybody to go look it up and check it out because it, not even for like, we took it as a company so that we could understand each yeah. other better, so that the communication would be better, so that the results would be better. Mm-hmm. And dude, it, it, was, it was gravitational. Like, it was crazy because once you realize, 
that the friction that you have with somebody is not because it's not good work. It's because you guys aren't communicating the way that that your personality type wants to be communicated to. Mm-hmm. So when you, but that's just communication. It is groundbreaking for me. I know it was when you do this thing and it shows you that you are so one thing and so not something else that you can start to accept that hey i'm not good at this but i'm really good Mm -hmm. at this i should focus like you said earlier on this yeah instead of trying to beat myself up and not do this and in business Find someone else who's really good at this thing that you're not good at. Make, dude, partner up with them. And you, dude, because you can't build it all by yourself. And here's the thing. Everybody in this building is uniquely qualified for their job. Yeah. Legitimately. We all are extremely strong in the position that we're in. I'm in real estate. Little secret. I can't sell a house to save my fucking life. But I am good at finding people that can sell houses. You know, uh, Daniel here, he's, he didn't get his degree in marketing. I got an organizational communication because I, I wanted to stay away from math. And I've never seen <laughs> I've never seen one market like him. Ramon Casals, our CEO, he and I, you know, we didn't really know each other in college. You know, he was also, he was very quiet in college from what I saw. He is the most inspirational person I've ever met in my life. You know, we have our transaction management department where that, you know, that's where I started. They're so organized, you know, that's not my type of personality, but we all have found our role. And that's what everybody that's needs to do. It. But the thing is, I failed at a lot of things before I got so, here. So so do you guys know um, Derek Grace? I, heard I don't. He is, um, he's a black dude, has dreads, tattoos all over his face. He's known for his, his daughter, she was like five years old, taking apart and putting together a, a rifle. And um, their big thing is, creating a family business. When you when you guys were just explaining this, this is what it feels like whenever he's talking about it. He said, everyone has a certain role in this business. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows their role. Mm-hmm. Some people are really great than, than others at these things. Mm-hmm. You don't put your family who's really good at accounting, you don't put them in, and marketing, mm-hmm. you, know, you don't put them like so. That's just what it sounds like. Like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, well, and it's important you because guys, you have you to. If you really, don't, if you don't understand how people function. Yeah. If you don't, if you're not keen, this is why so many businesses fail. Is because they try to force people to do things that they're not good at doing. There, there is a natural propensity for everybody to do certain things better. We break it down into two quadrants, pretty like simply. You have aesthetic people. And you have pragmatic people. Mm. Aesthetic people, I like to start with the pragmatics. Numbers. Mm-hmm. You, they're the ones that it, they see an end to a means. There's always something that they're going it's towards. An equation. There's mm-hmm. there's a system that's always involved with that. Aesthetics. They're mm. your they're your creatives, man. They're the ones that. It takes sometimes time to get to those results. It's mm-hmm. it, it's about it's about how it feels and more like, than I how never, it works. I was never I was never a creative person growing up. Like you know what I mean? Like I just don't like I don't I feel empathy for people. But at the same time, like I know what I've been through and I know where I'm at. Like my life's not fucked up. You know, like I just like I wanna see everybody do well. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I call everybody accountable. There you go. I like that. I like that train of thought. You have to be, you know, at some point, 
you have to stop blaming your past yeah. for your, your present state of things. Dude, you know? victim mentality is the biggest problem we're facing. And, and everybody blames everybody but else. You know, like, for everything. okay, they rag on all of us millennials that we want everything handed to us. Well, who's the one that fucking wanted everything? Handed? Who raised us? Exactly. That's what I think. It's like, bro, you want exactly. to come at my generation? You raised my generation. Exactly. And you know, you wanted that eighth place trophy because I fucking sucked at, at soccer. Like, you wanted to give me it. Did I want it? We were part of the PTA. I mean, it's every generation has its battles, bro. And every generation has it, has its way that it fucks up right? its kids. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll leave Can we talk about these, these Gen Zers, though? Dude, I think they're just, I mean, it's, they're products of the environment that they're growing up in. Their access to information is unprecedented. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to they, be the greatest they, generation. Mark Hortz. They will destroy themselves if they don't understand how Honestly, to keep themselves I think our generation is that. the first generation to push back. I no, don't know. Every, no, I mean, seventies. You know, every you have the hippie movement. Yeah, you know, like I think I heard this. Maybe I just like I said, I'm not. I, no, but I heard this. I've heard this. I heard this before recently. And it says every generation that comes is the greatest generation there's ever been. Of course, they all think so. Well, yeah, because we keep evolving. But but yeah, technology is always accepting. at its height. That's the thing. Is like, dude, technology is always moving forward. But what we have now with the internet is way different than anything in history. Yeah, it's not quite like it. We took a quantum leap. We've we've leaped thousands. There's there's some kind of a formula that they say like technology like continues to like duplicate its like ability. Computer chips get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. Well, dude, we're like, we're, we're getting close to breaking points, dude. We're like, we don't even know what to do with this technology. It's gonna start telling us what to do. And that's That's a a bad bad place to be because you start losing your humanity. And so if we don't understand that, like, yeah, dude, 10 years ago, the Internet was escaped from what you thought was reality. Today, the reality. Well, I say bullshit, dude. Today, the reality of the things that are happening right around you, the immediate presence us three sitting here right now talking that's what's important man oh that's no, no, what, no 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 like no, if you're not if you're not yeah. present in those moments the internet can can, can 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 steal your life away yeah. because you're so busy watching everybody no, else's no, life no, it, it, that's what i mean yeah you know what i mean like i mean yeah i i know like a lot of people like they base their life off of how many likes they get on the post it's it's crazy how many, how many uh it's it's a machine, dude. They designed it to make money. It, it's meant oh, yeah. to. It's meant to. They they make money off your attention. That's what it is. It's not. You're not. You don't get to download Instagram for free. You pay them every minute that you're on there. Hell yeah, you Screen do. time, FaceTime, yeah. It, it's they, Some they, old they, man told me like I mean he was the one that taught me how to get paid off of Instagram. Yeah. An old man. Yeah. He's it's actually a, selling his business by the way. And it can be. And don't get me wrong. Like it's a tool, yeah. like any other thing. But it. It's not real. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, it's a, it's a facade of, of real yeah. reality. I mean, dude, I for the last few years I look so happy, go lucky on Facebook. Dude, yeah. Like that's and not the way life. Life was spiraling, man. Bro, it's yeah. just bro, like a lot of people wouldn't know that I battled depression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, of course not. It's a highlight reel, so and no, if you look yeah. at it as a highlight reel, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, bro. But if you're comparing yourself to other people, dude, how can you ever be happy? Yeah, we wanted yeah. you. So yeah. this was my okay. my mom. When she came to my house a couple of days ago, she told me, and that's why your sister just bought a two-story fucking house and you're still stuck in this apartment. Before, my mom knows that that would have killed me. Yeah. Now, that's, I tell my mom, 
that I good told for my mom, her. That's wonderful. Good for her. I'm, I'm happy for my mom. Yeah. I said, but her journey is not my journey. There you go. Believe me, because like mm-hmm. my my dad told me, you need to get a house. You need to get a house all the time. Believe me, I want a house. I got you. And believe me, the house that I'm gonna get. It's gonna be a bad yeah, 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 it's coming, yeah. bro. You that have faith. Is, you have faith that it's coming. That bitch is gonna be cash. You, you know that, yeah. Like, you know you have a you have a path that, that you're paving, it. bro. No. I, I, I want to end with this for everybody, okay. bro, because this is something that has really shaped our mindsets here at, at Rock. Um, we're doing really well. Yeah, yeah, quick shout out to the rock man if anybody's if you're a little bit lost and you're in real estate man we got you because what we're doing over here is focusing on our people and then in turn the people build the business there we go we we have 10 core values okay. that we have implemented into into our system that drives everything it's the it's the it's the root that and and it's changed and we've evolved it and we've mm-hmm. grown it and we've molded it to where yeah. where we know the business that, has to evolve. We know that these values will make people successful, and the proof is in the pudding. So the first one is twenty four seven. That doesn't mean that you're losing sleep over your business, which sometimes you have to. Yeah. That means that you are always in the mindset of doing your business. And and even when you're playing with your family, you are conscientiously turning that off so that you can be with your family. And it's about doing everything to the full capacity at all times. But if that phone rings, twenty four seven, gotta be ready. Answer you your gotta damn be ready. Phone. Mm-hmm. Answer your damn phone. That's one of our ten things of success. Answer your damn phone. Um, number two is own it, bro. It, it's just owning everything that you do. Being being good bold, or bad. Being good oh, and bullshit. bad. Being bold in, hey, in everybody loves to own the good. Oh, oh. everybody hates to own. Yeah, hey, own it all. I'll tell you what, bro. Like I wasn't you, afraid to tell you. Hey, I have my. Sister. Yeah, but you've grown there, bro. Like, you've gotten there. Honesty. Yeah. It takes time. It's a, it's a skill. It's not. It's it's. Am I proud of it? No, no. But but but, that ain't but, it's, but it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next one is lifetime value. It's the idea that everyone that you meet you have the intention of developing a lifelong relationship with that person mm-hmm. a genuine authentic relationship it's not business it's not just business or friends everyone is a part of that community that you bring to yourself and you bring that value for life that's how you build a solid network that's how you build you know people around you 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 invest in lifetime value yeah. the next one bro is is be the solution yeah. doesn't matter what dude we we sell houses. We do a lot more than sell houses. We advise people and do our very best to give them all the resources that they need to take that next step in life. And if they need anything, we may not even know the answer, but we will find that answer okay. and we will make that happen for them. And we'll find that person that can do it the best for them. So right, so be the solution always yeah, yeah. for everyone. However you can. Leading by example, it's a no-brainer. We all know that if you don't walk your own talk, it doesn't, you yeah, know. there's no point. The, the, the next, the walking your own talk leads into the next one, which is live in the truth. Because if you're lying to yourself or you're lying to others, mm-hmm. everything will collapse eventually. You know, Mark Twain said, if you always tell the truth, you never have to remember what you said. Ain't that the damn truth? <laughs> right? Caught in some lies. I'm like, oh, it's bad, bro. And that's that one will will destroy <laughs> integrity. And the thing with integrity and reputation is once it's t- tainted, 
once it's gone, it's very, very difficult to oh, get yeah, back. It, it takes time and it's hard to get back if, 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 if at it's all possible. possible. Yeah. The next one is go the extra mile. Do more for everybody than they expect you to do. I feel like you're trying to pitch me a job. No, no, no. This is this is, but it's it's more than just it's our more work. than a job, yeah. Because it's if you apply these same concepts to, to your life, then you will move forward no matter what you're doing. Yeah. Go the extra mile. Do more for people. Give be be happier. You know what I mean? Like just yeah, yeah, give yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. That leads into the next one, which is uh, I'm gonna go with givers gain mentality right mm-hmm. now, because it's not a selfish notion. Don't think that oh, I'm just gonna be giving this to this person so that I can get something in return. It's just a law. It's called the law of reciprocity. If, if you give, the things that happen in that person's world will make them more inclined to give back. And if you always are doing that, things will come to you. And it, it's just naturally occurring. But it takes you giving first. The Bible give, says, hey, you, give, give dude, the, Bi- the Bible even says, dude, that you only retain that which you give away. Mm-hmm. That, it's kind of backwards thinking, but what's weird is like, dude, the more you give, the more you get mm-hmm. in life. And it works because that's how we run this place. Always be learning is the next one. You never know it all. And if you think you know it all, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Sounds hard for this guy. We do everybody at some point, you know? And even in, it's funny how life works, bro, because you'll be humbled in one way or another if you're not, if you're not already oh, yeah. humble, bro. <laughs> like, so it, always being open to learning something new is vital, vital, vital. And, and the last one, man, which is like one of the coolest ones, because this is where, this is where big things happen. This is where big, it's stepping out of your comfort zone. Doing something it, that you've never done before, bro. Do something different. Do something different. Bro, like, like who yeah, what Albert Einstein said it, bro. He said that the definition of insanity is doing one thing over and over again and expecting a different result each time. If you don't step out of that zone where you are comfort, you will never grow. You will, no, never, you you will never be able to even express all of these things because everything will be stagnant. And it, it, we've we've come to those ones, dude. There were more that were in the foundings, you know what I mean? That we've, we've, we know are important, but they weren't the core now, you know what I mean? And dude, for instance, I run the marketing here. When everything was happening, COVID, all this other crazy things, all this political chaos, bro, I was in a position. I'm in a position where I'm getting pressure from everything that's going on to make a statement in one way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. And the fact of the matter is, bro, I, I believe in my heart that these situations are designed to tear us apart. Oh, one. They're, they're, they're engineered to divide us, okay? Now, bad things happen. How do you deal with that as a company who's just trying to do what you're trying to do? Well, for me, it wasn't following the crowd and doing what everyone else was doing. In fact, I was able to turn right back to these 10 core values, reanalyze them and say, these right here are actually really helpful for the situation. Because if everybody followed those, we wouldn't have any problems, bro. Hell yeah, would we? Yup. And so that's what we're running with right now, man and it's working <laughs> so we're going to keep doing that and we're going to keep Don't you know we're going to keep trying to trying to fix uh we're, we're going to just try to keep feeding mouths bro 
we all, we all got we all got families we all got you know things that we want to do goals dreams you know plans and the business is a vehicle to get to where you want to go bro That's what do you what do you want to be driving you know he's been I mean? listening to my recruiting pictures is it yeah I knew, we, I, we, I, knew, we, I, knew we, I knew I heard that floating around. I like we it. We had talked about it. I like it. Yeah, and it is, bro. If you think about it, your like, job, you're, you're, going, you you're going somewhere. You're either walking or you're, yeah. you know, I know what pick it is. a lane, We've both been listening to Ramon. Yeah, Ram's a sharp dude, bro. I grew up with that guy. He's he's a badass, bro. And he's, uh, yeah, man. Hey, thanks, thanks. dude. So, this is badass. No, of course, man. So one way I always wrap it up is uh, what does no love loss mean to you? No love lost, bro. I mean, it, 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 life will let you down, man. Like, it, it, nothing is going to go the way, like, you think it is, even if you think you have it all planned out. And I love it, dude. Like, your heart's going to get broken, bro. And if you don't have the faith and the conviction that you are important enough to have an impact in this world, you will lose that love because... Yeah, to me, it's a choice, bro. It is. And that choice is made every single day. And if you choose to live in love, I always tell people, what do you think the opposite of love is? Hate. That's what they all say. Every single person that I've ever asked that has said that. It's not. The opposite of love is fear. Mm. When you're living in fear, you, you can't be living in love. That's true. I like that. That's true. And... I'll go back to the Bible again, dude. He says there's only one healthy fear, bro, and that's, you know, something bigger than all of us, dude, that, yeah. that is. And for me, bro, that, I like that. I like what you got going on here, dude. This is cool. Appreciate it, man. What about you? Oh, man, I guess I'll go back to my personal experience on this one. Um, no, love lost means, you know, and I, I just, I, I think of it with my parents, you know, I've done some fucked up shit. Yeah. And they've been mad. <laughs> You know, we've got peers we don't talk, but they still love me as much as they ever love me. They probably love me more, you know, and it's it's just something that it, it takes two ends to do it. It really does. It takes two people to love. And when the other person's not doing it as much, you have to pick up the slack. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I just I've heard it explained that loving someone is willing their better. Yeah, it's, it's a balancing game. Cause I, that's you know, gonna, loves a two-way street, man. Yeah, yeah. I always think that Vince Vaughn movie. I forget what it is. Yeah, it's, I think it's Couples Retreat. That's stupid to quote Couples Retreat, but he goes, "Love is not. It's a two-way street. It's not a highway and a bike path. You get what you put into it." I was like, "All right, Vince Vaughn. Damn, you play yourself in every movie. That's a good mm -hmm. one, though. Mm -hmm. Couples Retreat. Yeah, that is a good one." Well, hey man, thank you guys for being here. Up, man. Like Everything up. like that. Um, go follow them on social media. Again, social media is not. We'll give you a yeah, shout yeah. out as well on ours. Yeah, 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 man. I appreciate you. I appreciate you guys. Thank you, Dude, guys. Thanks, appreciate Josh. You, man. Good to see you, bro. Good to see you next time we see you. Don't <laughs> <laughs> you have ten kids? Hey, Jesus, no, man. You, I, I'm, 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 shut down.